Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for August 24, 2023. Today's Old Testament lesson is from the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verses 1 to 33. Take the long view. Then Jacob called together all his sons and said, Gather around me, and I will tell you what will happen to each of you in the days to come. Come and listen, you sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my strength, the child of my vigorous youth. You are first in rank and first in power, but you are as unruly as a flood, and you will be first no longer. For you went to bed with my wife, you defiled my marriage couch. Simeon and Levi are two of a kind. Their weapons are instruments of violence. May I never join in their meetings. May I never be a party to their plans. For in their anger they murdered men, and they crippled oxen just for sport. A curse on their anger, for it is fierce. A curse on their wrath, for it is cruel. I will scatter them among the descendants of Jacob. I will disperse them throughout Israel. Judah, your brothers will praise you. You will grasp your enemies by the neck. All your relatives will bow before you. Judah, my son, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. Like a lion he crouches and lies down, like a lioness who dares to rouse him. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants, until the coming of the one to whom it belongs, the one whom all nations will honor. He ties his foal to a grapevine colt of his donkey to a choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine, his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth are whiter than milk. Zebulun will settle by the seashore, and will be a harbor for ships. His borders will extend to Sidon. Issachar is a sturdy donkey, resting between two saddle packs. When he sees how good the countryside is and how pleasant the land, he will bend his shoulder to the load and submit himself to hard labor. Dan will govern his people, like any other tribe in Israel. Dan will be a snake beside the road, a poisonous viper along the path that bites the horse's hooves so its rider is thrown off. I trust in you for salvation, O Lord. Gad will be attacked by marauding bands, but he will attack them when they retreat. Asher will dine on rich foods and produce food fit for kings. Naphtali is a doe set free that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is the foal of a wild donkey, the foal of a wild donkey at a spring, one of the wild donkeys on the ridge. Archers attacked him savagely. They shot at him and harassed him, but his bow remained taut, and his arms were strengthened by the hands of the Mighty One of Jacob, by the Shepherd, the Rock of Israel. May the God of your Father help you. May the Almighty bless you with the blessings of the heavens above, and blessings of the watery depths below, and blessings of the breasts and womb. May my fatherly blessings on you surpass the blessings of my ancestors, reaching to the heights of the eternal hills. May these blessings rest on the head of Joseph, who is a prince among his brothers. Benjamin 
is a ravenous wolf, devouring his enemies in the morning, and dividing his plunder in the evening. These are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father said as he told his sons goodbye. He blessed each one with an appropriate message. Then Jacob instructed them, Soon I will die and join my ancestors. Bury me with my father and grandfather in the cave in the field of Ephraim the Hittite. This is the cave in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre in Canaan, that Abraham bought from Ephraim the Hittite as a permanent burial site. There Abraham and his wife Sarah are buried. There Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried. And there I buried Leah. It is the plot of land in the cave that my grandfather Abraham bought from the Hittites. When Jacob had finished this charge to his sons, he drew his feet into the bed, breathed his last, and joined his ancestors in death. New Living Translation The theme of confidence works its way through the patriarch Jacob's deathbed prophecies and blessings. A resolute conviction in the promises of God, that God will accomplish what he said he would do. Jacob expressed the hope and sure belief that God would bring the Israelites out of Egypt and into the land of Canaan as their inheritance, and ultimately to the city of God, the eternal inheritance. The Christian will find much in Judah's blessing as the promise of the coming Christ, Jesus. Mentioning the implements of staff and scepter are symbols of authority, and the reference to a donkey communicated a ruler was coming, as donkeys were the preferred mouths of royalty in ancient times. What's more, the washing of garments in wine and eyes darker than wine, concerning the prophecy of Judah, are allusions to the future blessing and abundance there will be through the tribe of Judah. In fact, the first miracle of Jesus was turning water into wine, a deliberate attempt by the Apostle John to connect Jesus with Old Testament messianic prophecies of abundance and blessing. It is necessary to take a long view of life, keeping in mind that it took 18 centuries for Jacob's prophecy of Judah to occur. This long view is what gives us our confidence in life and provides the patience and perseverance we need right now. Keeping in mind the big picture of God's work in this world is important because if we do not, we will likely become discouraged with the circumstances we face in this present moment. The reason Jacob makes it into the great hall of faith in the New Testament book of Hebrews is not because he was squeaky clean and perfect in how he lived his life, but because he took the long view, the big picture, and saw that God was going to fulfill his promises to Israel. Hebrews 11.21 says, By an act of faith, Jacob on his deathbed blessed each of Joseph's son in turn, blessing them with God's blessing, not his own, as he bowed worshipfully upon his staff. Furthermore, when we string the following three verses together across both Testaments, we see the long view of God's purpose. Genesis 50.20 says, It is true that you plan to do something bad to me, Joseph said, but really God was planning good things. 
God's plan was to use me to save the lives of many people, and that is what happened. Jeremiah 29.11 <clears throat> says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. In the Christian faith tradition, all God's promises <clears throat> come together and are fulfilled in the person and work of Jesus. Christ is our salvation, our inheritance, our hope. To give our lives to him in complete trust of faith is both our challenge and our privilege. So may you and I live by faith and not by fear. Be present, O merciful God, and protect us through these anxious times, so that we who are wearied by the changes of this life may rest in your eternal steadiness. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen.